Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Slugcast. My name is Cynthia, and I'm very excited to announce that we finally launched our webpage. Yes, you can find us at studentsuccess.ucse.edu, and if you go through that little division of Student Affairs and Success, click through what we do, and you'll be able to scroll down to the bottom, you'll find Slugcast. Through there, you'll be able to see that you can click on two links to be able to listen directly to Spotify or listen through Apple Podcasts. Or if you just want to go ahead and listen directly through there, you can listen to Spotify and listen to a couple of my episodes that I've collaborated with Savannah and a couple of both are my coworkers and their own individual episodes. Now, you might be wondering, why is this called Legacy in Progress? What is this series going to be about? Well, I'm really excited to let y'all know that this is going to be a three-part series speaking to three different alumni from different graduating classes of UCSC, and I'm hoping that we get a little bit of insight from their experiences being on campus, living through everything, and the programs that they went through to see if maybe we can gain a little bit more insight on how things have changed and how they've evolved from when they were there to how we are now. So, without further ado, let's get this going. All right, so hi, um, would you like to introduce yourself? This is gonna be our very first guest. He's a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit nervous to be here. Um, please introduce yourself, who are you? Uh, my name is Alfredo Swani. Cool, cool, thank you for coming on. Um, what class are you graduating from? That made any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I graduated in 80, no, 98, sorry. That class of 98. Uh, so that's over a decade ago. Uh, two. <laughs> two decades. Okay, so yeah. that's uh, that's quite a while ago. So this is definitely your experiences are gonna be uh, maybe like a full 180 or coming back around to a full 360 to what we're experiencing now. So um, if you can please give us a little bit of an introduction about yourself. How did you get here to UCSC? Or if you want to even give us a little bit of a background even before starting UCSC. Right ahead. Yeah. Okay. First off, um, I'm happy to uh, be uh, uh, a part of this. Um, I I I was born and raised in East LA, uh, Boyle Heights. Uh, and the thing is, um, I was I was uh, I first I was a first generation Mexican American, and uh, and my my parents were were trying um, to. Uh, uh, in still in, in 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 us um, education, so we went to uh, school uh, at Catholic school uh, all of our lives, uh, from uh, uh, grammar school to high school. Uh, so when I was uh, graduating in '81, I uh, I was gonna be a fireman, uh, actually a, 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 a paramedic, and uh, but the thing is. Things happened, and uh, in '82, I suffered an aneurysm. You know what aneurysm is, right? Um, a little bit, but if you can maybe expand on that a little bit more, just because I'm maybe a couple of our listeners don't know what that is. But go ahead, right? Explain it. Okay, uh, aneurysm is a, a blood clot in the brain, and thing is, uh, if you if you, uh, for example, I had a blood clot in my brain on the left side of the brain. And uh, so the right side was affected. So um, I have a speech impediment. I have dyslexia, 
and I have a short, uh, short term memory um, problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, so the thing is, uh, I was 18 years old. And uh, so, um, so it took me about uh, 14, 14 years to uh, get my uh, education. Well, the thing is, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, my my dream of being a paramedic was 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 erased, and uh, so I had to go to school. Uh, so the thing is, um, I uh, went to uh, uh, Pasadena City College. I went to Rio Hondo, and also uh, East LA College. And uh, so it took me um, 14 years to uh, get. Um, Hanford. and uh, so I didn't know about, about UC Santa Cruz I went to uh, Berkeley because I want to go to Berkeley because uh, I just wanted to be uh, a part of, of the history of that so I went to Berkeley with my friend and uh, we're coming back and she said you know what let's go to uh, Santa Cruz and check it out and I, I never knew that UC Santa Cruz existed. And uh, when I went there the first time, 89, 96, um, I was I was like I was blown away. I I was it was beautiful. It was telling me I'm there. <laughs> and I I I say you know what I'm gonna um, apply to UC Santa Cruz and uh berkeley and see what happens and um both accepted me uh but they um berkeley wanted more information um uh santa cruz said you know, you're welcome and i said you know i'm, I'm there so that's it so my understanding is that uc santa cruz welcomed you with open arms Whereas UC Berkeley was like, all right, um, we're going to be needing a little bit more of this and this and this. And that invited nature to really decide, you know what, I want to go there. No, I think it's also uh, uh, the trees. I think uh, we all go for the trees, uh, the, tree, the trees. <laughs> no, because the thing is, I, I see the trees, I see the beauty, I see the, the, the nature. When I went back to uh, Berkeley and I was thinking like, there's no there's no it's it's not it's it's not calling me so i said no 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 i, I i'm gonna go to UC Santa Cruz. so the nature calls to you that was your deciding point <laughs> yeah it, it did it did and the thing is um i uh and also i uh spoke to um some lady i forgot her name um in uh uh special no sorry um uh, disabilities, um, disabled uh, students uh, foundation uh, and on, on campus, and she just told me, you know, what to do, and um, and I just said, you know, I'm gonna go for it. So I, I did. I'm happy. I'm happy. I did. Wow. Well, I think it's really great that the school and especially this program that you're talking about that they decided to take the initiative to help you and guide you and to be able to like be welcomed into the 
UC Santa Cruz community. Yes, they did. They that did. is something that I've never really heard of where the campus decides to take that initiative to say, you apply here, you might feel uncomfortable about maybe coming here, but we're going to do our best to integrate you into this family. Well, the thing is, uh, I was not 18 or 19 uh, uh, as a, t uh, what's called, freshman or uh, a TAFR student, uh, like 22. I was 32. And uh, I had more, like, uh, um, I had more dreams. Uh, so the thing is, I, I, I had uh, um, uh, dis disabled uh, uh, students, uh, fair, um, students of, Wait, hold on. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, because of the, the education from Pasadena, uh, and I was gained my uh, special ed, special ed, uh, uh, disabled uh, students affairs uh, education, I I got the same thing with uh, um, uh, Santa Cruz. So I got okay. that too. So, um, for any of you interested, this is still a resource that's being offered at UC Santa Cruz, and they go by the name of the Disability Resource Center. Um, if you want to know more about them, if you go to drc.ucse.edu, you can find all of their up-to-date information about the kind of resources that they offer, and those kinds of things also that are being offered through there are in-class accommodations, which would include having the professor being able to record the lecture and send it out for you, the exam accommodations, which are a big relief, especially right now during COVID times, um, they'll give you ex extensions on how long you can take to take your exams. Um, same thing, they will do the coursework accommodation, which I think is fantabulous, which right. <laughs> it's fantabulous. I mean, look, they offer you, they have tutor referrals through this program. Um, I think that's something really cool because I think that finding a tutor can be quite difficult, especially if you don't know how to approach it. The fact that they'll help you out with that, I think that's really cool. Um, the coursework accommodation, um, I think that more than anything that applies, especially during COVID, um, I feel like anybody, you can try to apply to this if you, if you can. There's a request form, which would be the alternate media request form. You can find that on their website. Yeah, so these coursework accommodations, what they include is that they'll be able to become a little bit more flexible with your timeline of submitting the work. They'll be able to give you some alternate content, which will be easier for you to handle in case whatever they're offering might not be accessible to you. Like, maybe you need to watch a film, but... Uh, it might be a little bit too difficult because you might have some impairment. They'll make an accommodation so they can give you an alternate assignment. I think that is so amazing. I've This is the first time I'm hearing about this, and I think that it's really great that our, our campus offers this kind of service. I, I think it's awesome. Yeah, the thing is, uh, also, the thing is that a lot of people, a lot of students, sorry, a lot of students, um, they think that, that um, being the Lexi... The, Dyslexia, having dyslexia, um, is uh, they don't want to. Uh, they're ashamed, ashamed about it, you know. And thing is, actually, it's great to have it because thing is that you can get uh, helping help uh, with uh, combinations. Yeah, yeah, and if anything, um, 
I think that from here, I would really want to go on and ask you, other than falling in love with just the visual of campus and the trees, what what really me what drove you to become like want to become a banana slug? Why did you want to study here? What what brought you here? Um, the people, the people, the, the students, the it was it was an adventure um, every day. Uh, the thing is, uh, I had friends that were uh, um, male, female, um, um, punks, uh, uh, what's it called uh, gay, lesbians, everything, you know. And 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 I don't I didn't uh, judge anybody because it was they were just there to to study and i was so amazed and uh, so i think that's that's what i, I loved about about that and i think that's something that i can really attest to as well um when i was making my choices to where i wanted to transfer to coming from a community college background as well um when i read up more about ucsc i was surprised to not even just directly from the sources of the website but hear tell from other graduates and family friends and of course you um, just how open the community is and how much variety of people we have and how it's just it's, it's, it's a melting pot of these different peoples and cultures and ideals. And I think that's something very appealing that at least that's what brought me to really want to study here. And I think that might be something that, for you, the listeners out there, maybe that's one of the reasons why you wanted to come here. But from that, I mean, I knew that UCSC offered a pretty good coursework for psychology, which is what I'm majoring in. So what about you? What did you either get your bachelor's or your master's degree on here at UCSC? Well, I got my uh, bachelor's in uh, sociology. And the thing is, I was going to want, I wanted to do, I wanted to be, uh, a counselor for um, disabled uh, students, mm -hmm. and so the thing is, uh, um, I I love to um, work with, with uh, students. Um, and I was a uh, thirty two years old, and the thing is, um, I I I I spoke to um, some lady named uh, 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 Claudia Parrish, mm -hmm. and uh, she was working for the the stars and uh, and she asked me if uh, she can help me out help her out um being uh, um uh, a worker and uh so i did i i worked for um stars since uh i think uh 96 uh uh november uh until i graduated and it was it was awesome awesome wow um so you mentioned stars um that's a really quick acronym for what we call the services for student transfer and re-entry students and i'm actually a part of this program as well and if you've never heard about this program this is a support program for transfer students, re-entry students, veteran students, and also for students who don't have traditional family support because of maybe they're part of the foster care system or they're homeless, maybe they've gone through abuse, um, maybe your parents might have been incarcerated or any other factors that would impact your family life. Um, this program is for you. 
they will give you a holistic viewpoint and being able to give you guidance. Um, normally they'll partner you up with a mentor and I think it's such an amazing program. Um, they really give you so much guidance, especially coming in from as normally this program is for people who aren't coming in as freshmen, but they're coming in at different points of their life. Um, they are just guides to everything. And they have so many kind of like subdivisions, which they call the communities. And they are a lot of like things, especially like this one program. I don't know if this was around when you were here. It's called Cultivamos Excelencia. I don't know if that no, was there. No. So this is more than anything. It's just being able to help um, Latinx students being able to, especially because knowing from like, especially us Latinx families, um, we generally tend to be the first generation to attend college or university. This program was set in place to be able to help those students stay in university. They mm -hmm. gave you a little bit more outreach and a little bit more like mentoring and advising and they help you get a lot of better undergraduate research so you can really stay engaged with school. Mm -hmm. And um, for those of you who want to know a little bit more about this program or what we're going to be talking about during your experiences in this program, you can find them at stars.ucsc.edu. Um, they have a lot of contacts lists through there for all these different communities. Um, they will help you with your housing. They will give you your special orientation. They'll also help you out with financial aid. More than anything, they'll help you out with um, those transitions of coming in from community colleges or if you're just coming from a background where university is not your thing and you don't really know where to go, they are here for you. And from there, I would really like to go on and ask, when you transferred to UCSC, what was your experience like? Like, did you, were you nervous? Were you welcomed with open arms? Who was the first person that approached you? <laughs> I want to know it all. <laughs> Um, I went not nervous. Uh, I just like I felt like so good. Um, and yeah, thing is, um, uh, the first couple of people that I knew, I I I, I keep it and still I keep in touch with them. Um, uh, one of them is uh, um, uh, Reina Grande, uh, and uh, and she's a good friend of mine. And uh, but um, she's the author and. Uh, but um, she's um, she's a good 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 uh, friend. Um, also, um, uh, Claudia Parrish, um, all these people, you know. And thing is, um, they're awesome. And thing is, uh, um, but uh, I um, I was uh, a a transfer student and first year and. I was a bit nervous because oh oh because thing is they didn't have uh, what's called a they had an option of getting grades or getting no grades no grades no grades so would it just be pass or no pass no pass no pass that's yeah. still a thing so don't worry that's still staying well I think it's actually I didn't know about this but the thing is that I when I spoke to uh, my uh, counselor. They said that, that it's better to do that uh, when you uh, go to your master's. And so it's better than, than, than gain grades. So that was like, 
20 years ago. So right. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, but actually it did because the thing is that the only, uh, the only school that I applied to, uh, I got in. So. All right. I think that's, wow. I just learned a little bit something here. Pass or no pass. Apparently we'll get you through your <laughs> master's in graduate school. Uh, I think it was like a uh, 90% of, um, you're, you're, you're in. So I don't know. That was, that was a long time ago. Though. All right. Well, take that with a bit of a grain of salt. But if you really do want more up-to-date information on that, please feel free to reach out to any of the scholars counselors if you're a, a transfer student or reach out to your counselors um, via your college. If you're college affiliate, go Kresge. We're both Kresge's people uh -huh. here. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, I would really, since you already touched a little bit upon you being part of STARS, um, was that actually the first program you joined? Um, yeah, I think. And then, and then also uh, um, um, Disabled Students um, uh, Fair. And uh, um, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't get another, uh, um, like a, uh, what's it called uh, join another like club or 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 or, or um, organization except for like a EOP mm -hmm. uh, but EOP it was it was uh, it was far not far but I think it was it was uh, it was I had to uh, say uh, by like a, a time and a half more than people did for example for if a person that had uh, less uh, uh, a person had a, a class and and you have to uh, you have to uh, um, uh, study for an hour I had to do an hour and a half or two because I had to um, reread and I had to um, um, uh, what's it called my dyslexia and then my, my speed impediment mm -hmm. and, and so forth. So it, it, it took me a while. So I couldn't uh, reach out to too many uh, organizations. All right. If you don't mind me asking, and actually even before I ask you, for those of you who don't know, EOP, EOPS, it stands for the Educational Opportunity Programs. And this is, this is one of the widest like I, I was actually part of EOP at my community college and I think this is such an underrated program that a lot of people don't take advantage um what this program is is that they offer a variety of academic and personal like programs that more than anything it's to help you stay here on school and have success especially for first generation students who come from low-income families or if you're educationally disadvantaged so like for your example, um, I said, I think you had mentioned, especially like coming from East LA, maybe that was a bit of a factor. Maybe of course going into a university is pretty expensive. So yeah, but the thing is, um, I, I just, uh, I just took it, you know, uh, but the thing is, uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed, um, going to school. And actually, and, and, and a lot of people, you know, when I come, when, when I'm going home, uh, a lot of people say like, oh, how school and, and is it hard? Is that, it is hard, but the thing is, but it's, it's doable. Mm -hmm. So if anything, um, yeah, even though it's hard, um, maybe it's just difficult, 
difficult. Um, this program has evolved so much, especially from what information I've been able to gather. They offer peer advising, academic and personal advising. So they will put you in contact with somebody who will be able to talk to you just about pretty much anything. So if you're having problems, like if you're feeling a little bit stressed out and you're not sure how to approach your coursework and you're you're not sure of where you're going or you feel like maybe what you're doing right now academically, it's not right for you, they will hook you up with somebody who will be able to talk to you and be able to make a plan on how to take your next step if you feel like you're stuck. In addition, they have tutoring assistance for specific subjects and writing areas. So if you're having a problem like writing um, your thesis, you can be able to talk with somebody and they will do their best to give you a little bit of guidance or maybe you're not sure if the paragraph that you wrote out, it sounds right or you wanna just double check that everything flows right, they will give you help with that. Yeah, the thing is that uh, um, also uh, when I was working for the um, STARS, we had um, management, um, time management, uh, uh, um, uh, what's it called, uh, classes, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and, and um, I, they also had um, um, people that, that didn't have a job that looking for a job. I um, I uh, referred them to uh, people uh, um, organization on campus mm -hmm. or on, on the city. Um, also, uh, financial aid. You know, I uh, I I told them you know just to go to financial aid to uh, speak to this person, and and they did they did great. Um, also, uh, we also had a lot of students that were parents. And so the thing is, um, when uh, um, a couple of times we had to babysit uh, some kids, you know, and they're not kids, but like like, like children, you yeah. know. And the uh, thing is, and the, the mom had to go to the class and then came back and you go, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, what? it's okay. You know, we had fun with the kid. You know, so. <laughs> which um, that actually might have evolved into something now that's called the transfer success class. So yeah, it's not just exclusively your job being a STARS mentor anymore. They actually have a class dedicated to this. Good. So what this class does, and if you want to look it up a little bit more, it's called Kresge 25, Successful Transfer to the Research University. The aim of this class is to be able to prepare you for one, you're going to have higher academic expectations here at UCSC compared to a community college. Two, they're going to be able to help you develop good relationships with faculty and staff because at the end of the day, that's going to be what's going to get you through your research studies. And three, they're going to be helping you out with so many things as being able to engage more with your major and also being able to come up with connections with other disciplinary divisions that might, might cross by. So mm -hmm. like, for example, for me, I'm a psychology student. Um, they'll be able to help me out making connections with the sociology department because I know those two sectors um, intertwine. Um, I think this is definitely like coming in like, I think it really sucks that you had to take care of the kids. But no, I, I like I like the kids. No, no, no don't get me wrong. No, but they're good. They're good. They're they're, they're funny. Oh my but uh, but thing is, uh, like the, the parents who came back and they're they were worried about like oh how how's Junior like oh they're asleep you know or you know yeah come on you know like, they're good they're good you know but uh, um 
but you know it was a, a, a refreshing uh like oh man I, I miss these kids you know it was so refreshing that you could actually this is probably at their lounge which yeah, um, does. <laughs> the lounge um right now well unfortunately right now the lounge is closed because of COVID 19 um but once we do get to go back um, I think this is such a cool place. They offer quiet or group study rooms. They also have a computer lab workspace and they have a printer. So yeah, you don't have to go print any of the stuff out at the library. Um, they also have a fridge so you can go and stash your lunch in there, your breakfast or your dinner. They also have a food and microwave. And of course the couches, the reclining chairs, all the comfy stuff. So if you are part of this program, or if this sounds really interesting to you, like just being able to have this like designated um, study area or little place just to be able to do your school stuff or a little bit more, and you're a transfer student or any of the other divisions that would be including this, such as a veteran, um, please feel free to check it out, contact them. So going on from here, um, I did want to ask you, what was your most memorable moment or experience that you had at STARS? Because it seems like you really enjoyed this program a lot and you have a lot to tell. Well, the thing is, um, I when I graduated, um, I, um, I was looking... Uh, no, there was... Uh, Gretzky uh, was asking for um, speakers for graduation. Mm -hmm. And uh, so um, and I was thinking about it. I was thinking like, you know what? I'll do it. And uh, and about a couple of like uh, like ten or uh, fifteen people applied for the for the position, and uh, and I just told my story about you know um, uh, having a, a an aneurysm and uh, and and, uh, and graduating, um, and uh, so I did, and they picked me, and uh -huh. so I. I when when I spoke to in my graduation uh, from Gresky, um, it it was I felt so like great. I I didn't I was not like uh, nervous. I I was just uh, speaking, and uh, I had a great time uh, speaking and. Um, when when I turned around and uh, to face the 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 graduate class, uh, one of my friends told me to turn around, turn around, and I turned around, and they gave me. Uh, I had I think like five thousand people, uh, giving me a, a, a saying ovation, and that was that was awesome. That was awesome. So this wouldn't have been possible without the support and help from not just Crescent College, but the STARS staff. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and my friends. And uh, it was awesome. Oh, that sounds really wonderful. Um, well, thank you for all of that. I think this, this is really wonderful, all the experiences that you've had. Um, but I want to know, um, before we close off here, do you have anything you would want to say to those listeners out there during remote learning or those who are lucky enough to be living on campus? Yeah, you know what? I think is that when, when I was a senior, uh, I had a lot of things uh, planned uh, before. And uh, for example, I was going to go to uh, Washington, D.C. 
I was uh, I was asked for if I can uh, do something for uh, disabled uh, students um, and uh, be a, a part of um, um, uh, the voice of that um, and um, and I regret not doing it. I um, I should have done that, but I went to uh, get my master's. Um, and uh, so the thing is, like, um, when when you're young, uh, go for anything you want, um, and uh, do not uh, regret anything you do. Um, the thing is, um, enjoy it um, and and have a good time. If it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But the thing is, um, you'll 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 find out if it if it works, good. If it's not in work, you know, just uh, uh, choose another uh, door. You know, that's it. Thank you for those words. Um, I think that these words of encouragement and hopefully a little bit of relief, um, they resonate with all of y'all out there, um, especially those who. And I know I can definitely, um, I can relate to this. Um, coming in as a transfer student, sometimes you kind of question if what I'm even pursuing, if this is something I want to do for the rest of my life, just because of the difficulty of the coursework. And especially right now during remote learning, just the fact that we might feel a little bit disconnected from our peers and from our professors and from the campus as well. But it's just, it's all right to know that if it doesn't work out in the moment, you can, there's, there's multiple ways that you can approach the problem. Before anything, I really want to thank you for coming on. I really want to thank you for putting your voice out there and sharing your stories and having them being recorded. <laughs> and hopefully it'll um, give a little bit of guidance and a little bit of um, insight to any new coming students or any students who really didn't know about things, how things were back then, and just to see how they've changed and what kind of services are being offered now, like especially with STARS. I think that was really interesting knowing how y'all were taking care of so many things at once as you being receiving the services, but then also becoming a mentor yourself after. Um, seeing how they've expanded and how they've become more, much more than what they were back then, and that we should definitely appreciate these services and take advantage of them. Even though we might not be there right now, they're offering a lot of these services remotely via Zoom. Um, you can schedule, if you go to their websites, um, you can schedule an appointment with them via Google Calendar, drop on in, and they'll try to take care of you as much as they can. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. Hi. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> I am bye. Yeah, I am bye. Well, if you want to listen to a little bit more about this, um, I'm very excited to announce that, yes, since I had mentioned in the beginning, we're going to be having two more people come on. Different graduating classes, different stories. And if anything, please, 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 thank you for tuning in to Slugcast. You can check us out once more at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and I never forgot to mention this at the beginning, but if those aren't viable services, you can also listen to us on rss.com. That is capital R, capital S, capital S.com. If you have any questions or if you want to reach out to us with any topic requests or for a podcast episode, 
You can go to the UCSC Slugcast website within the Division of Student Affairs and Success page. You can do is Google UCSC Slugcast. It's going to be the first thing that pops up and you can contact us there. You can find my contact info. You can find my coworkers contact info on there. Send us an email whenever you want, if you want to. And that'll be it for today. My name is Cynthia and I'd like to say good day or good night.